11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35, 35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Hello and welcome to another Airheads Bro podcast. Um, tonight you got myself Neil. I'm joined by Owen. Owen, how are you, mate? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And we've got Tomo, who has recovered from his stint on IR um, to rejoin the crew. Uh, how, how's the the hamstring or whatever it was, Tomo? Feeling good? Yeah, it's good, man. I, I tell you what, right? I have no idea how Pat played through that one game when he was sick. My <laughs> Couldn't get out of bed. How has he played a football game? <laughs> I couldn't process what I wanted for dinner, let alone <laughs> that dude must have been going through. Like, I thought it was like low key, like pathetic to put that you were sick on on like the injury report. But hey, that's that's serious. That is man. <laughs> man, man, man flu is a silent killer. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Like, <laughs> hey man. Yeah. Um, so we we are getting together on a Monday evening for a change because the Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game for the sixth year in a row. Patrick Mahomes has never not played in the AFC Championship game. That is just nuts. Um, Owen, you were watching the game live last night, and Tomo sure was. Tomo, you watched it this morning. Early bird, yeah. Early bird. Um, did either of you feel at any stage that we weren't going to win? Because I was remarkably composed all the way through. Um, I, ne- I never really got the feeling we weren't going to win the game. I was always going to come down to the last possession as always, and I just, I just believed. I just, I just believed that. We'd find a way. I, well, I, do you know what it was, right? It wasn't that I was, I was like, I was relatively composed throughout, and I was fine. But the reason I was fine was because we weren't getting battered. Like once we were in a game, I was like, we're gonna be fine, because I thought there was the chance that the offense just imploded again. And if it, if we had one in weird games, the offense imploded. It just, it, I just thought it'd get away from us. But the second I saw the offense was was having a good day, I was like, "Oh, we we're in. Like we're going to be fine here." And then it was just going to come down to last possession. One point for me, <clears throat> well, other than pre-game, because pre-game I did have a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe it is the Bills year, maybe they do finally beat us in the playoffs. Um, I mean, I had that confidence still, but uh, part of me was was thinking about you know how good the Bills have been this year and and, and whatnot and. Um, do kind of listen to the media a little bit um so other than pre-game during the after game itself um it was that final drive by the bills before they missed the field goal um especially after the josh allen fumble which we then were so close to recovering um when that when the when they recovered that fumble it was like a, oh no they've kept that drive alive there and then it was a bit like a, they could really run the clock down and put it in the end zone right at the end um and it would be another case of like, you know, you've got like 13 seconds, if that on the clock again, like we've done before. But then it's, you know, they would then have a four point lead. So we need a touchdown instead of a field goal. 
to uh, to win the game. There was no chance of overtime. So that that final drive from the Bills, obviously before they kicked the field goal, was a little bit like, oh, they might have us here. But they didn't, and we won. So I, I think the, the reason I, I was kind of comfortable was that they couldn't stop us. Like, they're... I mean, partly it's because the offense was playing well. Partly it was because defensive injuries on their part. But they'd shown very little inclination that when it mattered, they were going to stop us from scoring. So even if we had a minute left and we needed a touchdown, I would have felt pretty okay with that. Like a, it, it was, it felt more like the Pat of old, where you just expect him to do it, than it did the kind of the pattern the offense of this season, where you're going, yeah, I'm not not too comfortable with this one. It just it was the first time I, I, it, the whole season, you know, they couldn't stop us as well. Was it was it the best offensive performance this season? Oh yeah, for me, both yeah. One one punt, right? Punt once, yes, I think one, yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. So efficient. I mean, yeah, the, their linebackers that they, they had like four active linebackers on the team. The rest were, you know, on the injury report. So, but it doesn't matter. We had injuries as well. Willie Gay was out, who was a big part of, of defending against Josh Allen, and Josh Allen made the most of that. Yeah. Running Mike, Ed- Mike Edwards, he's been a big player Mike for Edwards the past few out. weeks. Yeah, we had a couple of other knocks throughout the game. So, you know, uh, who else that was? Was Pennell out on the defensive line? We had a couple of um, defensive line, didn't we? Oh, I don't know. McDuffie uh, went out for a while, but then he came back. Uh, Nad- Nadi was, was elected. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, Nadi was wasn't it? even suited up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it is, you know, it's late in the season, it's, it's January now, so there's going to be injuries you're going to have to, and, it, and it's about what team can, can fight through those injuries and, and still pull up a win, and it's not the Buffalo Bills, so. <laughs> I just don't really want to hear about, I don't really want to hear about injuries, to be honest, we've, we've been there, done that, we've, we had a Super Bowl where we had like five offensive linemen off the street, we've had. I saw a photo of, of the starting offensive line for Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't. I, it, I almost forgot how bad it was. How it bad was, it was. It, I actually, it, it was Rimmers, Allegretti, Wisniewski, Wiley, and Rice and Rita. Like as well. But I don't want to hear about it though because we had that. We had the divisional round a few years ago against the Browns where Mahomes got injured. We've had. Last year, last, last where he year. was on one leg for half of the playoffs, like I'm sorry, get over it. Like, I mean, to be fair to the Bills, I haven't heard all that much. I think it's just a caveat that they put on it, like you, like against that, but you know, couldn't stop them with our first string defense. Like, yeah, we're cool, but that's not our problem. Like, yeah, we also didn't have to check in the first game in the regular yeah. season either. But look, once it gets to to wild card weekend, none of that shit matters anymore. It's about do you, you win that game that's in front of you and mm-hmm. those three games that you've got. And if you do, then you walk away Super Bowl champion. And, and <coughs> you know, we're, we're all too familiar with that with, with that mm-hmm. in recent history. And, and the Bills are all too familiar with getting their ass sent home early. So, <laughs> mm. I, and the thing is, right? They're not. They're not like. They're not badly coached to get to this stage. But this is where coaching shows up massively, and I've got. I've got the, I watched the game in 14, I flicked back through, and I've got it paused here. The Chiefs are up 27-24, and the Bills have got the ball, first and 10 on the, third, well, it's not the 30-yard line, it's about the 27-yard line, with two minutes 40 left, and the Chiefs have only got two timeouts. So, it, basically, the first down happens, it goes to the two-minute warning, and then 
coming out of the two minute warning, they take a shot to the end zone, which goes incompleted. You, anyone that plays Madden knows you don't want to score there. I, I, I genuinely, <laughs> gen, genuinely, it is one of the worst play calls I've, I've seen this it's season. It's football IQ, isn't it? It's one of the worst play calls I've seen this season because we have two timeouts left. They can get a first down inside the 20. They need nine yards. And they've not only gone for a touchdown, which has stopped the clock because it's incomplete. If you get the touchdown, you've given the Chiefs longer with two timeouts still. You haven't taken our timeouts. And the Chiefs only need a field goal to tie it as well. It is a mind-boggling play call. Um, It would have been four, so it would have, but you did probably need... need Sorry, yeah, you're right, yeah. But it's a mind-boggling play call. And in that situation, that's where you're badly coached. Second and nine, you run the ball, you either take a timeout, you take 40 seconds off the clock, and most likely you're closer to kick that field goal that you missed. And it's little things, Matt. It's little things. It's like you're celebrating on the sideline a couple of years ago with 13 seconds to get left and you've lost. Like that just mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. They deserve everything they got. And Neil's right. If they when they kick the field goal. Even if he kicks a field goal, we still win. Like, there's no way they hadn't done anything to stop us. We, had to, we still had the two timeouts left because they didn't take them off us. He'd have just walked down the field and Butker could have kicked it through from 50. We'd have only probably needed 20, 25 yards. We'd have been in field goal ranges. But that's, We needed four points, though, because we, we would have been behind by four. No, what I'm saying is if, if he'd have if they kicked even the field goal and leveled it. Field goal, oh, and right, field, I got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, only needed yeah. 25 yards to be in yeah. the field goal range. It's, it's just probably 35, but it's, with, two, with two minutes left, two timeouts, you can just do whatever you want in that situation. It's just badly managed end of end of game scenario, and that's why mm. they won't get over the hump it, until they figure it, it out. It's a shame, though, with, with games like that, though, that it did end like that with you know mismanagement, because... I feel like the no, takeaway that I not. had this morning, <laughs> I mean, not for us, but the takeaway that I had this morning was it felt way more satisfying coming away with the win from that game because I feel like I feel like the Bills played a blinder and they had such a strong game. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that they, Josh Allen played really well. Stefan Diggs had like, you know, a couple of bad, uh, like a, a bad drop down the sideline that, that really, you know, Josh Allen... That, it was an incredible deep ball throw. Mm. So I, I feel like the, the team as a whole, they played really well and they still couldn't beat us. So I feel like that's that was way more satisfying than the Dolphins game because the Dolphins, the Dolphins just didn't show up and, mm. and, and we handed them a, like a loss. But with the Bills, they really fought for it and, and it, like both of us were, were giving it our all and you know we still came out on top. So it's, it felt way more satisfying because the Bills played so well. <laughs> For them, to, beat them. for them to come from like six and six, was it to get the the, the two mm-hmm. seed? To be fair to them, to come all that way back, finally get the Chiefs at home and still get bopped is sweet. Just, just, that's, <laughs> sweet that's, is what it is. It's yeah. just it is it is one of those like I mean obviously I can't I can't I can't speak because I'm not a Bills fan, but the way I can imagine it looking in Buffalo is it's almost like an, an existential crisis kind of loss. Cause it's like, how, what do we do from here? Because we had such a good team. The Chiefs from a down year, they had like, I, I saw a stat that the Chiefs had an insane amount, like some of the most drops by a wide, wide receiver in any team in league history. Mm. I think it might've been second or in the top five, at least of wide receiver drops. And you still couldn't beat us. 
and you were in your home like everything was in your favor and you have such a strong team and and you're, you're not in a championship game again like what where where does that team go from there like how do they i i 150 percent agree with you owen um and i mean i i've talked about the bills a number of times when we've had frank schwab on doing the pre-season preview um with uh it was myself and tomo wasn't it you were on that one tomo and mm-hmm. It's. I, I go back to the uh, my analogy for the Bills is 1990s South African cricket team, uh, which is no use to our American listeners, but some of our English listeners may get this. But they had a stellar cast of players. They were brilliant. They had top class players all through the team, and every time they found a way to lose in tournaments, and they would lose to good teams they would lose to bad teams but they would find a way to lose to somebody and they mentally just didn't have what it takes to be winners even though they had a ton of great players and to me this is what the bills are and i i don't know how they change it they are just lacking maybe it's a bit of coaching maybe it's a bit of um the players but like you said josh allen had a fantastic game the Bills played a fantastic game and it wasn't good enough against the worst Chiefs team in six years. So, like, what what's your route forward now? They have, there are something like 45 million over the cap for next season. <laughs> the only players they can restructure or extend are the older players who you really don't want to restructure or extend. You can't get rid of Von Miller can't get rid of Stefan Diggs because they're going to cost you like 20 million dead money against the cap. So Diggs, you kind of have Diggs as well. Dig, Diggs was awful, but Miller's anonymous. Mm-hmm. So like, I I don't see what their route to beating the, or getting better than they are now is like, they're going to have to absolutely nail their next couple of drafts. And even then their caps, their cap situation is going to be horrendous. Um, yeah. If there's any Buffalo fans listening, sorry, but you're fucked. It goes back to the Duncan crisis, right, which he he always brought up, is that you can't, you're never going to be able to level off at the quarterback position. So you have to make these moves that they're making to try and make the rest of the team better. Yeah. But what they've done is they've done like a Ram-style all-in with Von Miller and stuff. And then if that doesn't work, then you're in the mud. So... After the game, I was watching the, the press conferences and in, in like the official press conference, someone asked Josh Allen, he was like, what changes need to be made to get over this hump? Is it big changes or little changes? And you can see he gives a very much like a, like a it's only small changes thing. But he took a second. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Like, I don't think they know because it's not, it's not like you're, they're very much on the, on the level with the Chiefs. They're very much competing with the Chiefs. But these end-of-game scenarios and things, they just lose. Like, it's not it's not a roster-building thing at that point. It, it's not a outclassed. It's not this. It's not that. It's just, you've just lost again. Like, and unfortunately, they find ways to lose. But you do stupid-ass things like this, like throwing to the end zone on second and nine, you deserve everything you're going to get. Like, it's just, it's just when they talk about coaching and having a coaching advantage, I think people think that's 
coaching the players and stuff, but a lot of the time it is situational yeah, play calls. Weirdly go. The, the Bills had lost this game about three minutes ago to the point I'm at here where they went for a fake punt. Oh, I'm not talking about the fake punt yet. They've lost the game. That was, that was when I, I felt like I had you know, mm. the most confidence in the game yeah. was, was when they tried that in, in their yeah. own territory. They'd lost <laughs> the game at that point and then the Chiefs lost it back. Mm. Like yeah, that, that fumble at the end zone by me by Hartman, <coughs> inexcusable. It's wild, absolutely wild. Yeah, but, I mean, and and we gave them a chance to get back into it. They made a mistake with a yeah. fake punt, and we gave them well two mistakes if you want to count the the, the fumble at the end zone by Hartman, and then not recovering the fumble on Josh Allen on the next drive. We gave them two chances to, to keep their season alive, and they still couldn't get over the hump. Couldn't take it, and to miss the field goal by that much as well at the end there. It's just. It is just, well, look, you played your ass off. You had a great game. We both made some mistakes, but you made more of them. Yeah. So Sorry, the, the dog just stuck his face in front of the camera. Yes. Dog, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you always, I remember Terrace interviewing Terrace Paler, and he said, give me the best head coach and quarterback combination when it comes to the playoffs. And we have that. And there's nothing anyone else can do about that. And that's why we're always going to be in with a shout when we get to this stage of the season. Because that's when... I I mean, we we talked about this at the start of the season. And they try and be as vanilla as they can during the season. And Andy saves a good shit for the playoffs. And... You look at the run game yesterday. I was saying to Tom before we started recruit, before you got on with us, Owen. I watched Dan Orlovsky's clip on um, on Twitter of him talking about the run game and how the Chiefs manipulated Buffalo into the formations that they want, into getting the players where they wanted them to be. So the Chiefs picked on the Bills' nickelback. Um, so we came out with three tight ends, nickelback lines over them. Then the Chiefs shift but the nickelback isn't going to move. He stays where he is. And then the Chiefs run right at him. And they've got two big guys trying to block two little mm. guys. And we just gashed them time and again. And we just spammed. That, that was the easy button is, we've been missing he, all season. Is he saying that? So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to imagine what you're saying. Is this the one where the Chiefs move those two tight ends to swap the strong side of the play? Yes, exactly. Yes. And they didn't. And they they didn't, didn't. They didn't move the nickelback away from where he was, and the Chiefs just ran back across the formation and just kept, just kept gashing them for like mm. it was a regular seven, eight, nine, ten yards with the occasional twenty thrown in, and just little details like that. But it's the playoffs is a battle of matchups, and it's can we mm. get the player we want in the position we want? If you remember back to the Super Bowl. And Kelsey's touchdown, the first touchdown that we scored, and they they had Kelsey out wide and motioned motioned him inside because they knew that the Eagles would pass him over to the inside guy, and the Chiefs wanted the inside guy on him. And then mm. once they got that, then they could throw the pass deep into the corner of the end zone, and they knew he couldn't cover them. Andy is so good at coming up with these matchups <laughs> and mm. forcing the opposition into acquiescing to them and, and letting us do them that other teams in the playoffs they just don't have that and that's and one Andy, of the reasons why we've got such an advantage and Andy said after the game he was like 
we'd agreed to unload the cliff basically like almost i can't remember the phrase he used but it was it was almost that and he said and we've still got plenty left they didn't have to so yeah. it just shows they found something that worked they just spammed it and they've still got plenty left in the tank and that's why everyone gets excited for the regular season mahomes allen chiefs bills game right i'll take the bills in every single one because the chiefs will stubbornly refuse to win that game to hold stuff back for the playoffs and you know what you yep. can do it every single time and that's the reason yep. Chiefs will never go like 17 though because we'd rather throw regular season games away to make sure that we've got stuff for the playoffs and and this uh, do you know what right I'm going to go into it right now I said a few weeks ago to you Neil that I was ready for this season to be over because I didn't mm-hmm. think they'd be able to get over this Plus- wide receiver group Last time myself and El Ron quoted your messages. I know, I heard it. (laughs) Eloquently put, Eloquently. Genuinely, I didn't think they'd be able to overcome that. And they were put in tough situations today where I need to eat a bit of crow. And not only me, I think everybody does because MVS has made two tough catches. catches for 60 yards. That's all we need him to do. Just catch, yeah. just catch one of them. It makes such a difference. Catch it like 60 yards. That big chunk makes such a difference coming out of half. And then there's others that, you know, Clyde has got so much stick on this podcast from me and everybody. Me too. He looks like an unbelievable second mm-hmm. string. Two carries, two carries for 31 yards. One that I'd one that I'd take every single I would resign Clyde as long as the money's right or whatever, because he mm-hmm. knows the system. If he just does just Positive contributions, that's all we need. Just don't be a negative. You know what it looks like? He's needed, Clyde, <clears throat> whilst we're talking about Clyde. Is someone like Pacheco who can carry the, carry the load? Because if you, mm-hmm. if you rely on Clyde too much, it wasn't, that's when, that's when he it breaks down, doesn't wasn't it? producing as much. But when you can just put him in mm-hmm. with Pacheco leading the way and then have Clyde to come in on the, on the odd down, he plays such better football. Yeah. He just but doesn't I have think, that weight I think, on his shoulders. We've also changed how we run the ball. Like we, mm-hmm. we look like we're more north south than east west, yeah. and that's what Pacheco does well, and that's what Clyde does well. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were using Clyde before, it was all like tosses and sweeps and yeah, outside zone, zone, and it it wasn't working because he's not quick enough to do that. Mm-hmm. But he does have some power to him, and so if you can get him going north south, like between guard and tackle then you can have some success with that. Um, and it feels like that's what they've done more of in the second half of the season. Um, but, I mean, the run game, I mean, when you're in the playoffs, you you know play defence and run the ball. That's kind of the recipe for winning in the playoffs. Well, our defence has been really good. It struggled a bit, but, hey, the other team are allowed to be good too. Mm-hmm. But run the we ran the ball really, really efficiently. And like if we can do that on a regular basis, and then we've got Mahomes and Kelsey and Rushy Rice, we're going to be really hard to to beat. Like even mm-hmm. Baltimore, who have been fantastic this season, far better than I thought they were going to be. Uh, hat tip to Duncan, who predicted Chiefs Ravens AFC Championship game at the start of the season. Um, I didn't see the Ravens get into the championship game because I didn't think the receivers were going to be good enough. Like Beckham was coming off an ACL, uh, Zay Flowers was a rookie. Um, none of the rest of them could stay healthy. I just didn't see where any of that was coming. I do think the, Be- but, the Bengals helped them with that, though. 
by imploding yeah. themselves. They have been That's given true. a helping hand by not having to beat out Cincinnati in the division. But, the, but I mean, it's not the, to the, take anything the, away from the Ravens. They've yeah, been a very, yeah, yeah. very good team, and and they've you know if the 49ers didn't exist, they'd be a, they'd be probably the best team in the NFL this season. But they're definitely the best team in the AFC this this season mm-hmm. so far. But this is where it matters now. This is where you need to go and yes. and 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 prove it by beating us next weekend. So you know, like I said, once you get to the playoffs, it doesn't matter anymore. You got to win these games. It doesn't matter what you did in the regular season. So you know, and 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 I feel like coming out of a win from Bo- from Buffalo to then go into Baltimore. I can't see the home the home field, you know, having too much of an impact on on us as a team because they seemed to relish in it last night. Mm. They all talked about how amazing the atmosphere after was, how they loved it, how they loved playing a road playoff game because it's new to them because we're so used to playing at Arrowhead. But they, the they, they, they seem to the love bit. it. Do you think the pressure's oh, off from a bit playing playing away from absolutely, home? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because I I think the pressure's off them because we've been so. I'm not going to say poor's not quite the word. Medi- let's say mediocre mm. for large stretches of the season. Nobody Nervous expects them to get. And... Yeah, nobody mm. expects them to get to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, when we when we made feeling... it into the playoffs, like the number of people I saw picking Miami to beat us, the number of people I saw picking Buffalo to beat us, nobody's looking at the Chiefs going, oh, they're like Super Bowl favorites. But each week you've got to take into account that. We're the only team with winning playoff experience here, like consistent winning playoff experience. They know what it takes to get it done. And that's where Buffalo don't have. And until they start to win, they won't have that experience. And it's really hard to do because like, it's chicken and egg, which comes first. Do you, do you win because you have the experience or do you get the experience from winning? It's like you're on a no-win situation there, but we have that experience. We know what it takes to get to a Super Bowl. Andy and Pat know how to get us there. They know what to do at the times to and when to do it. And none of the rest of the teams have that. And with the Ravens as well, I know we're not even, we're not favourites to go 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 we're, to the Ravens. We're three and a half point underdogs. Let me right let now. me tell you, the Ravens, right? They got another thing coming. The the, the Texans. <laughs> At home, yeah, cool, well done, clap, clap, clap. You're about to have a very tough game. Like, I guarantee you've got a tough game coming in. Like, when's when's the last time they played a really, really tough game that meant something? Because they've been dawdling a lot. Yeah, like... Was that week 15? Yeah, this is, this is a, a whole different kettle of fish, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not a tough game. Again, Obviously, it goes back to the being, this is different kettle fish, man. Players playoffs, you lose and go home. Like if you lost to the 49ers in week 15, don't fucking matter. Like, mm. you know, OK, yeah. so you, you're one game down on what you could have been, but it it doesn't matter. But when you get to this stage, like the pressure, Lamar's going to be MVP. There's going to be the the expectation on him to perform. Like I thought I watched the Texans game. And I thought in the first half, the Texans did a really good job mm-hmm. of slowing them down. And mm-hmm. they gave the Chiefs something of a blueprint of mm-hmm. how to approach playing against this Ravens team. Now that the Texans have no playoff experience and don't have the players that the Chiefs have. And they they just couldn't keep it going for the full game. Mm-hmm. But we have the defense that probably 
can implement that for at least the vast majority of the game and will also have gained from playing a good running team this week. Like Cook ran well for the Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen ran well for Buffalo. Like Josh Allen and Lamar, similar style of players. Cook, good running back. The the other running back, who was it? Reynolds, was it? Um, oh, the third guy, Johnson. Johnson for Buffalo. Like seven carries for 40 yards. Like Buffalo ran the ball better than I've ever seen them run it before. And again, it still wasn't enough, mm-hmm. but it, it was good sort of um, learning experience and experience of playing against that style of team, which will serve as well against the Ravens next week. Mm-hmm. And I think playing a, 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 a dynamic quarterback like Josh Allen is, is, is a good, you know, pre yeah. thing for what, what, what would you say Josh Allen's second best? Um, running quarterback after Lamar Jackson, I can't really think probably of yeah. else. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, so. on his feet, he's he's electric as well. Just like Lamar Jalen Jackson, Hurts, maybe in that conversation. Yeah, when he's when he's behind nine of his offensive linemen, <laughs> and one guy <laughs> behind him pushing him, maybe. Yeah, when it comes to one on one running down the field, yeah. Josh Allen is. I'd, I'd take him second after Lamar Jackson. He's 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 dynamite down the field. But you know, it's, it, it was a good it was a good way to set up that game because I feel like we had a really tough opponent and we have that road playoff experience now, and so I feel like the team's confident. And one thing I've noticed in a, in a difference over the last year um, from the Super Bowl run last year to what we're witnessing now with the Chiefs is we've become the bad guys of the NFL, and the team oh, are yeah. absolutely loving it. Yeah. Every like mm-hmm. we have the characters on this team that relish that and and have almost missed that because for however long like the media and and fans it's been you know nice seeing us win and now they're sick of us they don't like it anymore mm-hmm. and so when you start having a bit of an off season they then hound you and they say oh it's over it's done they're they're, mm-hmm. they're finished these other teams are so good the chiefs aren't up to scratch this year Da-da-da-da. and you get the likes of Patrick Holmes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones that that feed off that and and they love it and 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 they 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 relish it like I was saying and so to then go into their home and it's it started I feel like it started with the championship game last year with with Burrow ahead and, and mm-hmm. the Bengals coming in and talking all this and the mayor getting involved and then beating them and then with the whole Taylor Swift storyline this year everyone hating us because Taylor Swift's on the screen more than the actual game and they're desperate for a narrative about that they they, yeah. they love it they, they love making the Chiefs out to be like mm-hmm these bad guys that everyone's sick of watching win and and the the team have really taken a shift from that exciting young team and and everyone's like rooting for them because of how fun they are to now you get that patriot that patriot-esque almost resentment of, of, of what the team's doing and and the players are absolutely loving it so that's, long that's how you know you've made it that's how yeah. you know yeah. you are a, I'm a, i don't necessarily use dynasty as the word or dynasty if you want to Americanize it, but that's how you know you've made it when everyone fucking hates you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we had okay. we had Dolphins fans wanting the Bills to win, and then now we've got Bengals fans wanting the Ravens to win. It's like these are your divisional rivals here, and and, and you'd yeah. rather you'd rather them win than than the Chiefs. Like it's some of the narrative three in the whole conference's head is, is some of the narratives they're trying to create though. They try to create Burrowhead as a narrative, which They'd won like two games. Like, okay, so you you just it's just a pathetic narrative. And then I'd never really understood the Mahomes hasn't won an away playoff game. Like that was a bad. He's thing. never played one. Like, How can oh, he win sod. one? 
sorry for not being shit enough to have to play away from home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like he's won two Super Bowls on neutral sites or anything. Like, it's just what? Like, some of these things are stupid. I'm going to ask you then, Tamo. Are Buffalo our rivals? Because, like, <coughs> a rivalry has to have a back and forth to it. <laughs> and when it matters, there, there ain't no back and forth here. Like, we just keep beating them in the playoffs. So, like, mm. I I think I, I see the Bengals are. as far bigger rivals. Yeah. I think both of them are rivals. I think, really? they're, the t- I think they're the two teams that play us, that play us closest. Um, but they have to beat us. To be rivals, don't they? When it matters, like, the Bengals, have, have, have your well. week eight, have your week eight yeah. win in our head when Kadarius Tony toenails offsides. Yeah, mm-hmm. fine, congratulations. <laughs> you can do yeah. laps of the parking lot like the Raiders if you like, but like, <laughs> no, nobody well, I, cares. I, it doesn't I, matter. I do, like, I, I do think they're rivalries. I think they're just they're just slightly one sided. Not not the Bengals. I think the Bengals is a is a genuine rivalry. I think Bengals Bengals had injuries and stuff. Um I think the, I think the Bills is still is still a rivalry personally. I it, I, I did I did think so after this game. Really? Uh, sorry before this game, sorry. after last night's game not anymore, no. I, I think I, this I might like... be the one that breaks them though. I yeah, but there needs to be there needs though. to be some accountability here. Like it doesn't matter that you beat us in the regular season. Like we've now got a better uh, win loss record than you against each other. We're four and three now against the Bills, and they're three and four against us. And three of those four games, we've sent you home and, and ended your season. Like it's not like it's just like a, a regular season win, like a week three win, or like a you know when everyone forgets about it by the time the playoffs roll around. We have kicked you out of the playoffs three times. One of them in a championship game, and the other and the other time in a divisional round. And you've not gone further than that since Josh Allen became quarterback and since this rivalry started. So I felt like it was, and I feel like it was, it was, it was a really fun time, but I feel like last night ended that. It's like, it's not, you guys need to, to really reassess, you know, what, what, what your team is and, and, and what that rivalry means to you. Because to us, it's, it's, you know, when we, when we need to win, we do. And yeah, they, they've, they've got one over us a few times, but in the end, it's not really mattered because, We've still gone the distance, and I've beaten you, or you've been knocked out by someone else. So, I saw a um, I saw a tweet last night from a Bills fan. It was like, um, "We'll come again with Josh Allen. The window's wide open for as long as he's here." Like the whole Burrow crap. And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, maybe," but it's closed a little bit and a little bit more, like season on season, because the guys that you bought in to push you over the edge haven't done it, and now they're gonna go. And now you're in the Chiefs recycle thing from not, a few years ago. You've got to reset. Playing, you're not playing the Jets and the Patriots in the fucking playoffs, lads. Like, mm. this is real teams you're playing against now. That's not four easy wins that you got mm. there. It's like... Not uh, a problem. No, uh, well, uh, it, it frustrates me how much it's hyped. Uh, in fact, the, the, it's an overhyped, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the bill. I think the Bills in general have been hyped too much over the past few years because they've beaten lots and lots of bad teams. But when it matters, they can't do it. And it doesn't matter that you can beat the Jets or you can beat the Patriots because they're shit. So congratulations, you you got four wins against... Actually, you didn't even do that because you lost to the Jets in week one, didn't you? Um, so... <laughs> You know, you you keep 
you keep beating the brakes off these crap teams and you beat them by 20 points, congratulations. Do it in the playoffs against a good team and then come back to me and we'll talk about a rivalry and we'll then crown you as a good team. But until you do that, don't... You know, you struggled past Miami with fucking Skylar Thompson as their quarterback last year. And then when you actually played a decent team in the Bengals, they whooped your ass in your place. Like, I'm sorry, but you're just not that good. Do you know what as well, right? You know how we've we've constantly said like Andy saves the good stuff for the playoffs, and yes. I'm I'm as I said earlier about the um the one in the season thing to be over. We are a totally different team to where in the regular season. The Bills are exactly the same team as they were in the it's, regular as, season. That is a like an there excellent is, point. There is no I, I didn't see anything that I didn't expect from them last night. Whereas yep. the Chiefs, totally different set team. Mm-hmm. To, beyond my wildest expectations for what this team could be this season right mm. absolutely yeah I, I, feel, I feel like the sky's the limit again I feel, I feel like we can go and do it again 100%. the way we played over the last two weeks I feel like wild card weekend against the Dolphins a, a, a defensive dominant performance held the, the, the Tyreek Hill Dolphins to seven points in the whole game Was it, did they finish with seven points it was wasn't it yeah, it was as low as yeah that. I did yeah Bills this week again Played against a much better team, a much better offense in the Buffalo Bills. Held him to seven points in the second half. So the defense didn't play as well because they still scored 24. But then the offense played lights out and had a sensational game. Zero sacks taken by Mahomes. Zero turnovers other than meet, like Hardman's fumble out the back of the end zone. We, we had, well, one turnover if you, if you count that. Um, Mahomes played an amazing game. So offensively, we had a strong game in the next round. And then all you've got to hope in, in Baltimore is that we bring both. And, yeah. and the defence plays lights out and Mahomes continues to do what he's done with, with Rashi Rice. And then you get the guys that have been taking stick and been slated all season in MVS and, and Clyde and people like that to just play like they played last week because it was enough yesterday. They played really well. I'm and so for, excited. For players that have been like that slated and that, and that like, you know, put on the chopping block by Chiefs fans all season to come out and play like that in the divisional round, it's it's really promising. I feel like the team, once again, we're peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. So if we can I'm, have an all-round game against the Ravens, I don't see why why we don't beat them. But I'm so excited for it because I feel like with everything that's gone on this year, this season is a success now, making it to another AFC Championship game. And it doesn't feel like they're done. Like It wouldn't have been a success. Gonna be, this is going to be a good you, game. Would you have thought the AFC Championship game was a success at the start of the season before all this shit happened. Like, what was your pre-season expectation? I, yeah, I'd, I'd have said that AFC You've been happy with this? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, when you get to the AFC Championship game, you, you want to win it. Yeah, you want to win it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dance, right? but I think they're going to games in the AFC Championship game. I think I think they're going to be tight games. I think, you're, I think anybody is capable of losing an AFC Championship game to a good team. That yeah. that's but getting there, you put yourself right at the pinnacle again and it goes either way. Divisional game. I, I personally expect us to get through divisional games. I mean, it, that was the Bills, like that was probably a tougher one than you'd usually expect. Like you look at the Ravens, they got the Texans at home, like that's usually us getting the Texans at home and then walk through that. But this year has panned out differently. But yeah, I'd have taken the AFC Championship game at the start of this year. Coming off a of Super Bowl as well, like Super Bowl hangover, all that nonsense. Like, they're just, we're just right at the top of the NFL again. Like, and we're not going anywhere. 
just to maintain like, that floor for Mahomes yeah, as well. Hundred yeah, percent. He has never not reached the AFC Championship game. Like that, that still rings true. Like that is the floor of this team, mm. statistically, categorically. It's not a case of like you know being big-headed or, or, or but that is a fact. It is that you, you cannot dispute it. The worst this team can perform still is an AFC Championship mm. game. It's just at this time it, it, we're on the road rather than being at home. And what I love but, as well is no we, yeah, we've no hopefully problem. got we've hopefully got two games left this season. Maybe we've only got one. I'm so freaking excited for next season because you're gonna have Rashi Rice in his second year. They're gonna they're gonna address gonna elements of the offense. They're gonna address the offense, and the defense is still nuts. I know you've got Chris Jones things, but every team's got something. But this we're, we're built to be good next year as well. Like we ain't going anywhere. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Go beat, go beat, go beat the just go beat the Ravens. Yeah, I think they can as well. I genuinely think they can. Well, we are gonna cover the Ravens later in the week, so we'll be back probably Thursday, Friday ish, I would imagine, um, to talk about the Ravens. Uh, today we were planning on only talking about the Bills, um, which we've kind of covered most of it. Tomo, did you have anything on your list? Tom has a big long list of um, stuff you want to talk about. We covered everything. We're good. Why not? Oh uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, we're good. Okay. We've Great. done an hour. I don't think you really. Oh uh, no, we're no, we're only at we're only at forty-one minutes of recording. We're okay still. Um, that's, yeah, that's a, I feel yeah, like that, that's that as much as I'm enjoying tearing a new one in, in, into right. into this Buffalo game, I I feel like there's only so much you do before it gets a little bit mean. <laughs> I, I really wanted to restrain myself during this, and then I just get on a roll, and I just can't. I just got they're not. Yeah. Fucking, they're not. But it's, it's one of those games though where it is like a. There's no argument here. Like it is mm. like you you've been you've been knocked out again. Like it is one. Of, it felt so good winning that game last night. I feel like it's one of the most other than Super Bowl the two Super Bowl wins. It's got to be top three most satisfying wins. In that is a zero, especially after the season we've had. To then go and go into Buffalo and beat them yeah. is, uh, oh, I'm up here. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 living it. There's one thing. There's only one on. thing I want to address, and that's yeah. it's so hard to find the line with these players that are hit or miss because McCall obviously the two fumbles on two carries, but then oh. you've gone back to MVS again. You kept going to him all season. Those are two massive plays he makes tonight. Do you go back to McCall Hardman next week? It's so yes. hard. Tony comes back next week. Do you go back to... T- like, it's it's so tough. Are you throwing that 20-yard pass to MVS again? It's such fine lines. He drops I, those I two think, passes and it's a different game today. I we think lose you, if, if you, you give them... Passes. I think MVS. you give them two shots each. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do something with them then you can reassess whether you want to go back to them again. But I I have no problem like giving guys opportunities. You can't just mm-hmm. throw it to Rice and Kelsey. You have mm-hmm. to have some other options. So yeah. And I think we'll you, need them. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll need them because the Ravens' defense is really, really good. Um, so we're going to need something Playoff else. Playoff Tony. Playoff Kadarius Tony, possibly. Um, I still like Kadarius Tony, just saying. I know he's had an I, awful year. I just don't think he had the off season he needed, personally. Uh, yeah, I mean he got hurt right 
before the start of training camp, didn't he? Like literally minutes before training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lost my train of thought there now. Yes, yeah, so I, I have no problem giving guys opportunities because you're going to have to do that to keep variety, keep them guessing. So, yeah, if you want to go back to McCall Hardman next week, I'm fine with that. Um, if I you think one throw... thing that Andy Reid does as well, sorry to interject, is yeah, that he, he lets guys bounce back when they've had off games. And, he, and even yeah. when they have off plays, like you'll notice a lot he of the goes time when a player them, has yeah. a drop, one or two plays later, he goes, like, you'll, they'll get a target or, or at least they'll be put on a on a route that, that they're hoping to get them the ball. And you can see it. You can see the way they're lined up. You can see the, the route they run. It's like he doesn't like letting them dwell on it. He likes saying, "Hey, we're going to put that behind yeah. us, and you're going to go and catch yeah. this, this for this first down now." And and a lot of the time they do it. Mm. The trust that Andy Reid has in his guys, I feel like he will give them looks regardless of the season they've had. And I feel like it's like what we were saying before the playoffs started. It's now that you need to care and you need to catch those balls. And so far, so good for for, for MBS. You just need the other guys to stand up now because. Mm. Now's your time to, to to put on a show and 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 this is where it counts. This is this is when it matters. So I feel like they will get those looks and and I I want them to get those looks because like you said, we can't rely on on, on Rice and, and Kelsey. And we played fantastic when we had those explosive plays. There's another yeah. thing that, that we had that Buffalo didn't last night was explosive plays. I think they had they didn't have any twenty plus passes, twenty yard, they did twenty not. plus yard passes. Correct. And and we seem to be slinging it a lot downfield. A lot well, more we, than we have been doing all season. I think. I think the the athletic metrics was that we had eight explosive plays, yeah. which mm. is wild because we've had games this season where we've had none. So that's and the Bills had none, like, and that was the difference yeah, maker. That yeah. was what what was what you know led us to Bring be where we are today. And and I feel like it is Andy Reid being that tricky little guy with the you know not not revealing all his cards and 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 he's still got a few tricks up his sleeve. And I, I feel like he's going to pull out more next week. He, he's more. definitely going to pull out some more. But mm. at the same time, at the same time, the difference is catching the ball, man. MVS has made two yeah. big catches. He's dropped big catches this year, and they would have been big plays in all those games. So, mm. but he's been playing the, the long game. Yeah, he's been playing, he's been playing the long yeah. game. He's lulled everyone into a false sense of security. Yeah. And now playoff MVS is here. And yep. He's going to have a hundred-yard game in the divisional or in the AFC Ooh. Championship. You heard it here first. Okay. He's probably only had to catch one more ball. He'd have had one this week. Is it? Yeah. It's going to be that's like, the thing. He, he could do like, it in two or three catches yeah, yeah. because he does get deep and he does get open. He just has to catch the bloody thing when it gets there. He can do oh. it. I, I have faith in MVS. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, right. <laughs> That, that'll do us for tonight. Uh, oh, we... I'd say one thing I do just want to touch oh, on quickly for you. Yes, go. And, go, and go, just go. to end, end it on an even higher note, even though the pod has been so so positive this week. Um, no quarterback and pass catcher in NFL history has caught more touchdowns yes. in the playoffs than Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And it is unbelievable that that's where we are as as a team and as a duo. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I tell you another unbelievable stat I heard during the week. I was listening to one of the KCSN podcasts. I think Patrick Mahomes is the Chiefs' leading postseason rusher of all time. That's nuts. That's <laughs> I was, I was going, sorry, what? Like, yeah, he has rushed for more yards in the postseason than any Chiefs player in history. You know another That's sort of crazy. another funny thing about that, right? Is 
I all, I'll always remember Pat's first game, and I think Tyreek Hill went off, and maybe someone like Demarcus Robinson or whatever. And I remember coming out of that game and going, oh, what, if, what if he's just not like Alex Smith? He just doesn't really throw to tight ends. Like, what if that relationship just doesn't work? Next week, Travis Kelsey went off. I was like, ah, we good. Yeah, we good. And now they're best friends. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it, how things change? Brilliant. It's good. What a duo. It's good. The greatest. Yeah. The greatest duo. Enjoy them while they're here. Yeah. Enjoy them while they're here because we have not got much longer, I don't think, of the two of them together. Here's to many more touchdowns over the next two days, uh, two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. Next two games. Yeah. Next two games. Two games. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're yeah. not playing in the Pro Bowl, I'll tell you that for nothing. No, absolutely not. <laughs> without a doubt. Okay, lads. Tom, I hope thanks for your time as always, man. You got Thank through you. that without coughing much at all. That was very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, MVP Owen, Owen, performance from MVP performance. Comes back from IR. Uh, he's going to do Sky Moore's going to have a 100-yard game next week as well. <laughs> Talking of coming back from IR. Uh, Owen, cheers, mate. Much appreciated as always. A pleasure. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Any feedback you want to give us, uh, that would be fantastic. Any reviews you want to give us, that would be fantastic too. Um, hopefully we'll be back Thursday or Friday, so keep an eye on your feeds for us um, for whenever that may happen. Um, but I think for now we'll say the AFC Championship game awaits. <laughs> <laughs>